This is Chris Dufault. I'm a sales agronomist for CHS Ag Services in Kirkston, Minnesota. I'm pleased to bring you this update from the Red River Farm Network. CHS Ag Services, providing solutions for your success. Good morning. Welcome to Country Morning on the Red River Farm Network. I'm Randy Conan, along with Whitney Pittman. We'll also hear reports from Sierra Doctor and Don Wick. Well, all cattle and calves in the United States as of January 1st totaled 89.3 million head. That's down 3% from last year. All cows and heifers totaling 38.3 million, also down 3% from a year ago. Beef cow in inventory was down 4%, and the lowest inventory on record at 28.9 million head. The milk cow inventory, though, up slightly at 9.4 million head. Replacement beef heifers are down 6%. Replacement milk heifers down 2%. Here's USDA livestock analyst Shale Shagum. The number of heifers that producers are retaining for uh, beef cow replacement was just under 5.2 million head, which was about 6% below a year earlier. We had uh, steers at about 16.1 million head, down 3%, bulls about uh, 2 million head, down 4%, and calves under 500 pounds at about 13.6%, about 3% below a year earlier. In North Dakota, all cattle and calves totaled 1.75 million head, down 6% from last year. Beef cows totaled 876,000 head, down 6%. Milk cow inventory is down 7% at 14,000 head. North Dakota's heifer inventory is down 8%, and the 2022 calf crop is down 8%. South Dakota's cattle herd as of January 1, totaling 3.5 million head. That's down 7% year over year. Beef cow numbers down 4%, totaling 1.5 million head. Cow numbers are up 10%, or milk cow numbers up 10% at 187,000 head. Heifer numbers are down 9%. Total calf crop was unchanged at 1.7 million head. There were 2.2 million head of cattle and calves in Minnesota as of January 1, according to the National Ag System. Statistics Service, that's down 1% from a year ago. Beef cow numbers were unchanged at 360,000 head, and milk cow inventory is down 1% at 455,000 head. Heifer numbers are down 6%, and the total calf crop is unchanged from a year ago at 800,000 head. The U.S. Air Force considers the proposed Fufang corn wet milling project in Grand Forks to be a significant threat to national security. Fufang Group is a Chinese-owned food manufacturing company that purchased 370 acres of land 12 miles, uh, 12 miles east of the Grand Forks Air Force Base. The proposal generated national headlines and criticism from state and federal lawmakers about foreign ownership of farmland. Reacting to the U.S. Air Force position letter on the Fufeng Group project in Grand Forks, North Dakota Senator John Hoven says the United States Air Force leaves no doubt on their position. The Air Force makes very clear in their letter that the Fufeng project represents a national security risk due to proximity to the Grand Forks Air Force Base. So instead of working with Fufang, the city, all of us should work together, as we've recommended, to find an American company for their ag park. Crop insurance is a must-have in the Farm Bill debate. House Agriculture Committee Chair Glenn G.T. Thompson plans to thoroughly review the farm safety net. I think there's questions that we need to ask right now. Obviously, I'm not to the point where I know what tweaks would it be. Number one, we need to protect it. 
Uh, it's so important. Crop insurance provides uh, certainty. It's relatively timely. And the certainty isn't just for the farmer, it's for the lenders, right? The ad hoc disaster programs will be part of the risk management discussion. I'm glad that, that we have that, but it's not timely. And sometimes so those checks are cut, the farmer's out of business, and, and certainly the lenders don't like it. And crop insurance is an absolute necessity to be able to get access to the credit that, uh, that you need to farm. And that interview with Thompson can be found on the Red River Farm Network website. Applications are now open for the Minnesota Century and Sesquicentennial Farm Programs through the Minnesota Farm Bureau. Farms must consist of 50, per, 50 or more acres currently involved in agricultural production, demonstrate continuous ownership by the applying family for 100 or 150 years. Both applications are available at fbmn.org. You can also find Century Farm applications at mnstatefair.org. You are listening to the Red River Farm Network. Wednesday Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. The American Sugar Beet Growers Association wrapped up its me annual meeting. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Don Wick is in Washington, D.C. and has this policy update. In the past seven years, lawmakers operated under closed or structured special rules limiting the number of amendments. With the Republican majority in the House, the amendment process has been opened up for all bills. American Sugar Beet Growers Association Vice President of Government Affairs, Zachary Clark, says this is a significant change. I mean, there's always a lot of amendments that are filed to every bill, but House Rules sort of sorts through everything and pulls out what they think, um, you know, summarizes all of those amendments so that everybody gets their say. But it, it does keep things down to a manageable size. With an open rule, we're just we're going to have hundreds of amendments, and there's going to be a lot of ones that are really challenging to agriculture on sugar, on crop insurance, on the safety net. There will be a lot of amendments to cut those, and it it will be a real problem because if they pass, you know, we're going to be in a real challenging spot where we might have to drag down a bill, and we certainly don't want to be in that position. Clark sees one positive note, and that's with the leadership. You've got folks like G.T. Thompson, you've got folks like Stabenow that are that experienced hand that can help guide us through this new environment and get us across the finish line. American Sugar Beet Growers Association President Nate Hultgren of Raymond, Minnesota, was re-elected to a second term. Vice President Neil Rockstad of Ada, Minnesota, was also re-elected. Jason Shetsky of Wheatland, North Dakota, was named the Sugar Beet Producer of the Year. Shetsky died in a car accident this past November. Our coverage of the American Sugar Beet Growers Association made possible by Beta Seed, the Red River Valley Sugar Beet Growers Association, Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Nutrien Ag Solutions, and Sess van der Hoff. I'm Don Wick, reporting from Washington, D.C. The NCBA Convention and Trade Show is happening in New Orleans this week. Sustainability is a big topic of conversation. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Sierra Doctor has this report. National Cattlemen's Convention and NCBA Trade Show kicked off with a sustainability forum by Elanco. GK Jim Farms President K. Jim says carbon credit programs will only grow with time. We've been very focused on, on biodigesters and producing uh, renewable natural gas. If you look at all of the Fortune 500 companies, they've made claims that they want to be carbon neutral. 
by 2030, 2035, somewhere in there. Most of these companies, the nature of them is that they are large emitters and they're not going to be able to change their internal practices or supply chains materially to meet those objectives. So by definition, they have to buy carbon credits and we're doing everything we can to position ourselves to sell them. Jim says value-added agriculture can help pave the way for more sustainable practices. You know, as you're producing uh, products that can be used as feedstuffs, you know, you're producing byproducts from those other processes, and many of those things are valuable feeds for livestock, right? So you can create, uh, you know, more of a feeding industry uh, around these these other uh, industries that are that are already developing. So there can be a lot of synergy between between the uh, grain sector and, and further processing of value added in the grain sector can have tremendous benefits uh, and put you in a good position for developing further the, the livestock sector as well. Coverage of the National Cattlemen's Conference and NCBA trade show was made possible by Zoetis, A Country, Farm Credit Services, Minnesota Beef Council, North Dakota Stockmen's Association, and North Dakota Beef Council. Brought to you by North Dakota Beef Farmers and Ranchers through the Beef Checkoff. Reporting Agriculture's Business. I'm Sierra Doctor on the Red River Farm Network. Well, the Cattle Contract Library pilot program was launched yesterday through USDA. South Dakota Representative Dusty Johnson introduced the Cattle Contract Library Act in 2021 to increase transparency in the cattle market. Johnson called the program a step in the right direction to improve our cattle market and transparency for producers. The cattle contract library will allow producers to view price components of cattle contracts giving them more information while protecting confidential information of the contract holders. The library is set to go live on February 6th. This is the Red River Farm Network. Welcome to Inside Agriculture on the Red River Farm Network. Positive results were seen in Beta Seed's first season with its Circospor tolerance trait in the American Crystal Market. Regional Sales Manager Lynn Dusick says this is an important trait. You know, fungicides are becoming more tolerant to Circospor as the resistant genes um, keep expressing. Um, it's important to continue those tank mixes. Um, but CR Plus is really just giving the growers another tool to, to battle and to have, you know, what I like to see, green leaves to harvest. The month of September can always be a challenge in the sugar beet industry. We got pre-pile operations going on, pre-harvest, um, going into main harvest, and, and sometimes we can get some, some rains, some, some different humidity levels, and, and Circospor can flare in the month of September or late August. And um, CR Plus is just really helping us giving that, that extra protection in there. We start spraying timely um, early on the onset of Circospora, and then we can uh, look to add this tool to, to make sure that, again, those green leaves to harvest, you're continuing to grow that crop. The crop isn't shutting down because it's trying to battle a uh, battle the Circospora and, and uh, try to make, put new leaves on, which is robbing you sugar content and yields. So just a great tool in the fight against Circospora to, to help these growers out be profitable. 
The Environmental Working Group is out with its latest farm subsidy database, and rather than releasing the names of farmers receiving government payments, USDA is now releasing the name of the bank or financial institution financing the farming's, uh, farm's operating loan. Uh, e, uh, the Environmental Working Group says the price loss coverage program paid out the most money to lenders, counting for 6% of farm subsidies from 2019 to 2021. Farm Service Agency received the most payments in 2021 at $87 million. AgriFund, which does business as Ag Resource Management, received nearly $35 million. Ag Country Farm Credit Services ranked third at $18 million. Checking the markets before we leave you this morning, we're seeing March wheat Minneapolis uh, two to three cents lower. Chicago wheat's down three to four. Kansas City wheat down three to four. March corn uh, was down three cents. December corn a penny higher. March soybeans trading a penny higher, and November soybeans trading a couple of pennies higher. Canola, about 30 cents a metric ton higher here this morning. A lot of items on the farm calendar here this morning. The uh, 37th Annual Water Systems Expo and Conference continues through tomorrow. That's in Bismarck. Also, the... Uh, American Crystal Sugar Company Growers Seminars kick off today, the Fargo Holiday Inn today, and then next week they'll be in Grand Forks and Grafton. Uh, the uh, Army Corps of Engineers public meeting on uh, uh, input on Lake Traverse and Mud Lake water management uh, today or this evening from 6 to 7.30 at the Wapiton High School Auditorium. Also have uh, the Agronomy on Ice going on today. Listen for reports from Whitney Pittman on that at our noon show. Uh, that is in Devil's Lake at uh, Woodland Resort. Also, the uh, 70th Annual Hard Red uh, National Springweed Tour, our Springweed Show, underway today in Williston. Well, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. This is the Red River Farm Network.